0: Taking the pulse of the city, the capital letter on Newstalk ZB. It's that time of the week where we speak to the New Zealand Herald-Wellington Issues reporter, Georgina Campbell. Good morning, George.
1: Good morning, Nick. How are you?
0: I'm great. When are you moving into the dugout? Sorry, what was that? When are you moving in?
1: Hopefully soon. I can't wait to join you in the studio. It's going to be great. Yeah,
0: well, I'm kind of missing you. I thought we were all supposed to be in here together, but you guys haven't turned up yet. Anyway... Joe George, it seems some of those who were occupying Mahanga Bay have now moved into Scorching Bay after being cleared out by the police. Why can't we get rid of them once and for all?
1: Well, it seems like there will be an occupation um, somewhere on Miramar Peninsula at least for some time to come. So I had a chat um, to the self-described rangatira of the occupation last night. And so it seems that they are moving sort of around the peninsula and that their camp is quite mobile. So um, the person I was speaking to was one of those arrested last week, but he says that he isn't worried about getting arrested again and that they have no intention to leave. Interestingly, it seems that this group is sort of um, picking up, if you like, on the position of Mo Whenua, which was opposed to the development at Shelley Bay. Um, Now, this group that was at Mahanga Bay and moved to Scorching Bay overnight says they were actually there at Shelley Bay. They were the ones physically camping out on the land and they're sort of accusing the Mo Whenua group of selling out over Shelley Bay because, of course, they are now collaborating with Fort Nicholson Block Settlement Trust. Now, um, Mo Fenua says this allegation is part of a false narrative that's being spread, but it's sort of interesting because we're getting a lot of different um, protests and occupation, if you like, sort of all mixing together, so it's quite complicated.
0: Are they basically right on Scorching Bay? Is that where they camped up? I mean, that's... um pretty nice area to have a freedom camping sitting around the setting up, isn't it? Yeah, I mean,
1: I go for walks to Scorching Bay almost every weekend and grab a coffee. It's one of my favourite things to do in Wellington. But I think they were just there for the night and they might have um, moved on again today. Um, I didn't actually have a look, unfortunately. I didn't get a chance to go out there yet.
0: They are getting a bit, a bit determined and organised, aren't they? I mean, can't we stop it?
1: Well, you know, I think the fact that police did move in at Mahangabay Bay last week, um, you know, with a, a strategic cooperation and made six of race show that there is some, you know, appetite from authorities to, um, you know, move these people on. I guess we'll have to wait and see um, whether they try and do that again.
0: I read in one of your articles that you don't want mayoral hopefuls to interfere with let's get Wellington moving plans. I'm lucky I'm not running for mayor. Georgina, I would not get your vote. <laughs> yeah,
1: I had a good think about this over the weekend, obviously since um, the plan for light rail and the second tunnel was announced last week. And I really just thought, I hope that none of the, the mayoral candidates sort of come out with big policies that really fundamentally mess with let's get Wellington moving. And I'm talking about sort of, you know, deciding what's in or what's out. I think we've made the decision about what's being included and it's time to move past the talk fest onto detailed design and into spades in the ground. So I don't want to hear about how your candidates are going to re-litigate Let's Get Wellington moving. I want to hear about how they're going to drive it forward, what they're going to do to make things happen faster, what they're going to prioritise in the package. Now, um, Grant Robertson, the infrastructure and finance minister, you know, has sort of made it clear that there is room for a few tweaks here and there, but he sort of made a plea to Wellingtonians and businesses to get on board with Let's Get Wellington Moving, I'm extending that plea to mural candidates.
0: I'm not sure whether they'll make that decision before the election, because it's got to go to consultation within the council and the Greater Wellington Council now, doesn't it?
1: Yes, so the council's actually voting on that today. So I've just hit pause on um, the Zoom meeting because this meeting is happening online today rather than in person. They've just spent um, the last hour discussing three waters reforms and then they'll move on to Let's Get Wellington Moving. So we'll know what the councils um, think of of the government's proposal today. I'm expecting both councils um, to support it.
0: Talking about Merrill Hopefuls, what the hell's been going on with Paul Eagle's campaign and his billboards?
1: Yeah, probably not how Paul Eagle was, would be hoping to kick off his campaign, a stash over his billboards. Um, so the recent development in this is that um, his campaign team has engaged a lawyer write to the electoral officer and say the billboards do not breach electoral requirements and and, um, the lawyer has requested that statements alleging otherwise should be retracted. Um, So basically, um, Electoral Officer Warwick Lamp has asked Paul Eagle to remove his campaign advertisements, and I'm sure a lot of Wellingtonians would have seen around the city big digital billboards. Um, So he says, uh, Warwick Lamp says there's this long standing election hoarding policy Um, that allows candidates to only post advertising signs for six weeks prior to any election. Now, um, basically, Paul Eagle's lawyer is saying that um, that policy doesn't um, relate to these billboards. The council seems to have admitted um, that while they think the policy stands true, it doesn't have much teeth. So I think we'll put this one to bed for the time being. But I would point out that in 2016, both Justin Lester and Nick Leggett, mural candidates, had billboards at this time and nobody said anything.
0: There I see. We, that's why we have you on the show, George, because you know everything. And talking about that huge big billboard on, uh, on the Embassy Theatre... Do you realise, next time you're walking down Courtney Place, and I know that you probably think you're too old to walk down Courtney Place now, but, you know, next time you look and see where you can see that full billboard, there's about three spots in the whole thing. It must be the biggest white elephant in the history of the world because you actually, apart from parked right by the lights or sitting in the tasting room pub, you can't see the full billboard more or less anywhere along Courtney Place. You see segments of it. Anyway, lastly, George. That was my rant for the day, by the way. Lastly, George, why is the Infrastructure Commission saying that its preferred Let's Get Wellington moving option is counterproductive?
1: Yeah, this is really interesting. and um, This is advice that the Infrastructure Commission provided on Let's Get Wellington moving back in May. And it's saying that the preferred option that the government announced last week is fundamentally counterproductive to achieving national carbon reduction targets. So really interesting to see this advice. Um, basically, they're saying that option four sort of makes the most the most sense um, economically and in terms of a carbon analysis. Um, and they're saying that option one, which is what the government has chosen, only, began to, only would begin to achieve net carbon emission reductions in 2055, whereas option four starts this a decade earlier in 2045. Now, I would really recommend that um, listeners get online um, and read the story on the Herald. It's really interesting, but the report is quite complicated.
0: What are you working on right now, George? What are we looking forward to in the next couple of days in New Zealand Herald?
1: Well, as soon as I um, finish chatting to you, Nick, I'm going to um, hit play on the council meeting. Um, who knows how long that will go for. As we know, that can go for quite some time. So we'll hear about three borders today, Let's get Wellington moving. Um, I'm getting a sneak peek tomorrow um, through the convention centre, so I'm really looking forward to that. And we'll have a story with um, pictures and video um, up on the Herald tomorrow about that. One.
0: And don't forget, we have our monthly online, uh, in-studio meeting with Mayor Andy Foster tomorrow. Could be interesting. Yes, I'll certainly be
1: listening in. It's perfectly timed because my tour of the uh, convention centre is at 11. So I'll get the hour with Andy to listen in to it before that.
0: Thanks, George. Always a pleasure. Theo, when you come back into the studio, News Talk said B. Be-